everyone, welcome to the show. For the past four years, Experience Milwaukee has shared the behind-the-scenes stories of everything that makes Milwaukee amazing for listeners in more than 40 states and 30 countries. So much of what Adam and I do on this show is made possible by our sponsors, Few Spirits, Indeed Brewing, Cost Stereophones, Bitter Cube, Transfer Pizzeria Cafe, and the Big White Yeti Candle Company. We're grateful for their support and for you, our loyal listeners. And now, let's get on with the show, starting with opening music from Milwaukee's very own Black Belt Theater. I'm Jeff Morin, president of the Milwaukee Institute of Art and Design, or as you might know it, MIAD. And Milwaukee means to me abundance. Hey, Adam. Hey, Steve. How are you? I, guess I can I lo- see you. I, I can I'm, see you across the table. I guess I'm feeling serious. <laughs> you look serious. <laughs> I don't know. So we're at Myad. We are. We have. For those who don't know what Myad is, Milwaukee Institute of Art and Design. Yes. And Jeff's joining us. Hey, Jeff, how are you? I'm doing well, and thanks for having me today. Good, good. Excellent. Um, I, so I had the, the, uh, I, an advantage over Adam. I just toured the whole school. And I've been in this, in, in the, uh, what would you even call this? I don't think school is the right word for it. Well, we are a college. We yeah. are a nonprofit college dedicated to, to art and design, but I also like to think of it as a as a creative hive, yes. a factory of creative thought and design. That. Yes. This is why we have you answer I those like questions. I like that Jeff. a lot better. Yes. <laughs> and uh, so Tyler walked us around and Adam wasn't here yet for that. Um, we were taking photos and video. And um, what I love about it is it's like it's made to make and create. It's not made to just sit necessarily and observe, but you are in the mix of everything that this place offers, which is awesome. So um, that was really cool. And I think before we get too far Mm -hmm. in my obsession over this school... Um, and my daughter is like she's in going in the eighth, into eighth grade. She's ready to attend any time. So if, when, as soon as you start taking eighth graders, she's in. <laughs> well, we do have pre-college programming in the summertime. Uh, we'll be setting a record with attendance this summer. So uh, keep that on your radar. Yes, I was looking through registration even a couple of months ago, and everything was was full already, already booked. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, cool. So we'll we'll do that. But let's let's talk about you. Let's learn a little bit about your backstory and your journey here to Myad and um, all that, you know, kind of high level. Uh, what brought you here? Uh, well, to start, I'm originally from a small town in northern Maine, a little paper mill town on the Canadian border. Um, a bilingual community that shares its roots with the Cajuns in Louisiana. So I grew up in that French community a couple miles from Quebec and 500 feet from New Brunswick. What was the journey here? Uh, long. Uh, I'm very thankful about higher ed, the the role of education, uh, everything about it to to lift people up and out. In my case, um, and in my family, my brother and I were the first to graduate high school. My parents didn't graduate high school. And I was the only one to go off to college. 
I was very fortunate to have people around me uh, committed to education and and committed to helping people, you know, leave the valley to to get something else out of life, something different out of life. Did you ever in your so we just had a similar story on another project. Did you ever in your wildest dreams think you would be president of an organization like this? That was not on my radar until relatively recently. Uh, I had very specific life goals that crystallized in kindergarten. Okay. So I remember that moment in kindergarten where people, you know, sit in a circle and say what they want to do when they grow up. And for me, it was to be an artist and a teacher. And I don't know at six that I knew what either of those really were. Right. Um, But it has felt like, you know, 55 years later that there wasn't much divergence from that decision in kindergarten. That path. Right. Right. That's awesome. I have no idea what I was doing in kindergarten. Yeah, I, I'm I was like still struggling. Like, getting getting was I forming and... full sentences? Yeah, at this point? I don't even. Uh, somebody already eating snacks. Out what he was yeah, do with his <laughs> right. career. Well, like, it, and it, it doesn't necessarily even sound real. I've told the story before. You know, when when I'm working with colleagues or talking with students about the prospects of going to college, and on some level, it feels a little bit too mythic. Mm-hmm. But it really is is a clear memory. Does any of that? Um, inspire what you do today th- that that those sort of roots like where do you where do you get um, the the creativity where does that come from in managing an organization like this I would say the best training to manage an organization like my was to go to art school mm-hmm. because everything about an art and design education is about problem solving And it is so transportable to just about any career where, uh, and, and, you know, as an undergraduate and as a graduate, this was just drummed into me on a regular basis in different ways about looking at an issue, looking at an issue from all angles and figuring out how to solve the need at hand, Mm -hmm. whether that's scholarships or access or broadening our offerings or who we serve. Uh, I think that an art and design education really informed all of that. Adam is an artist. Congratulations. He designed that t-shirt that I finally got today. And I'm like, (laughs) yep, I don't I don't care that I didn't wash it. I'm putting it on. It's very vinegary. If that makes, I have no idea what that means. Set the color. So, Um, but, but you, Adam, you realized, sometimes not called, you have not called yourself a designer. Most of the time. Yes. I'm not called you myself are. a designer. Yeah. So how do you, do you find that in students where they're not able to yet acknowledge their talent or, and how do you, how do you have those or conversations around that? Well, I mean, you open a door that is so broad in, in the way that you phrase a question, because um, on some levels, when I, when I've been in the classroom, I've said things like, I don't believe in talent. And the reason why I say that is that I I believe that in the classroom, there are things to teach. And if there are things to teach and things to learn, we can make progress. So I've also had other people say, oh, I can't draw. You could never teach me how to draw. You wouldn't want me in a drawing class because I can't do that. And if we truly believe that we are teaching, then surely it's possible to teach things like drawing, you know, fundamental craft skills, drawing, painting, approaches to things and computer software, and and design philosophies, and typographic theory, um, it's teachable. So you mentioned talent as one aspect of that. 
And many times in a classroom, like at a place like Myad, you know, every student in that classroom was probably the best artist or designer in their high school before they got here. Mm-hmm. And now all of a sudden you've got a room full of best Oh, and people yeah. are resetting where they live in relation to one another and their creativity. Um, and in a way to keep people inspired and to keep people engaged, we have to think that, that what we do is learnable. That's awesome. I dig it. That's how I feel. I yeah. feel like well, I, I started late. I started um, all, a career. I had a career and I was like, you know, it's just been, it's been, just digging at me. I got to get some creativity out. <laughs> and I started going and I, you're right. I have not looked back no. since. And I freaking love it. Absolutely. Yeah. It's like my favorite thing to do. <laughs> um, but I, 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 going back to the talent thing, uh, starting a little bit later in life, you realize how many mistakes you, you have yet to make. You just keep making the mistake, <laughs> keep making the mistake. And then one day you just, you're over the hump. Yeah. And then you're all of a sudden you're a designer and, you, and you, and you've just been screwing stuff up for the last three, four years, but having fun, but having fun yeah. and enjoying it. So yeah, I love that other piece of just the, the passion and the drive and, and just perseverance, honestly, just keep yeah. doing it. Like there's so know, many times where I'm like, yeah, this isn't, I, I suck at this. I'm bad. <laughs> you know, we're so used to colleges, entities, businesses, having taglines or phrases. And, um, you know, sometimes we wonder how much they resonate is true. And, um, what we say about the college is that Myad is a place where passion finds purpose. So for our students, our students who come to us passionate, They've already developed a portfolio to get into college. They're, they're already focused on, um, you know, sort of dedicating themselves to a vocation. And our job is to give purpose to that passion. Uh, it's, it's one of the only places that I've been at that genu- genuinely uh, the tagline rings true. Mm-hmm. I love it. Yeah. And so simply put, too, yeah. which is awesome. Uh, so let's talk about my ad. What's uh, sort of new about uh, things here besides uh, all this wonderful construction that's going on here? <laughs> well, I mean, the first thing that I'd say is you were, as you asked about explaining what the college is, on some level, it's a quarter million square foot maker space mm-hmm. because we look at every square foot of the college as being involved somehow in making, mm-hmm. whether it's a, a liberal studies or a liberal arts classroom or a lab in which we're doing something. And over the last five years or so, first of all, we've grown by 50% in our enrollment. So we're bringing a lot of new people into the college. We've got areas that are definitely expanding and and allowing us new options. One of the areas is in our illustration program. So this year we've launched an animation program or a track within that major. So that's a new or refined offering that we're giving to our students. Um, during COVID, we, uh, the start of the pandemic, we really didn't slow down in building out our space and, and redefining our workspaces here so that we have a new home for our Lubar Emerging Technology Center and, and our Lubar Innovation Center. Both of those spaces have new homes on the fourth floor, which we built out over the last couple of years. Uh, and it might surprise folks that Myad is digging into emerging technology or innovation or entrepreneurship, but we really see that all of our students as problem solvers 
are, um, we want to make sure they're equipped to go out into the world after they leave the college. Mm -hmm. And if they want to be entrepreneurs, we have bolstered that. If they want to be innovators, we've given them a toolkit. If they want to feel comfortable with emerging technology, we've uh, built that capacity within them. So those are some of the things that, that we've been working on um, over the last year. We also built out space for our uh, equity and inclusion center, which is really important and central to the work that we do at, uh, at the college. It's, it's one of our core values to focus on uh, equity and inclusion. I definitely feel like there was a bunch of heads that perked up when you said an, <laughs> o- opening an animation. Yeah. Um, oh, God, there's sure. so much need for that. And uh, on top of that, the emerging technology thing, that is absolutely brilliant because I, there's definitely a bigger space for folks who are really creative that want to go out on their own and be entrepreneurs or they're really creative in how they develop things. And they're like, well... I'm not going to just go to a corporation. I'm just going to, I'm going to do it. I'm going to make I wanna, it. I want to yeah. make it myself. I want to do it. And I want to grow that thing. We see a lot of that just yeah. in the, the podcast years that we've, that we've come up with. And one thing, stuff. one thing that I would say about the role of technology on campus, when we launched the center in an earlier iteration, um, the first adopters were folks coming out of the fine arts. Mm. And you might think that it's communication design or industrial design or product design or interior architecture. It was the fine arts students figuring out if a laser cutter could cut um, an engraving block that they could print or that a 3D printer could make type that they could put in a press and print. So they were really the early adopters and doing cool things with laser cutting on corrugated cardboard, you know, cutting the very thin layers of the cardboard to create some sort of um, landscape of sorts, Uh Um, which again, that's, that's the great thing about walking the halls every day. Yeah. in this college because the unexpected is expected. Yep. Oh, that's so cool. So I have a random, just like blurred out kind of thing. I love that you can walk through parts of the building and you see the river. It's, mm-hmm. it's so beautiful. Um, and then there's, there were areas we were walking through and you could see other parts of the school from the school. And, um, and I think... The, the one, to your, the points you've been making, one of the things I've always seen from the school is to take what you, whatever it is you're creating or making or any, whatever you want to call it as, as a, a student here, there's really um, an emphasis on how do you then, and, and maybe this isn't the right word for it, but how do you then monetize how do you have a path to monetization of your craft? Um, so it gives you that rounded, full circle um, education here. You hit on something that was um, at the root of one of my, my first impressions in my head when I came here. Mm-hmm. Being able to walk through the senior exhibition, which is basically an exhibition of the thesis projects that students have worked on, graduating students have worked on for this last year. And all students graduating from my ed work on a thesis project. And the thing that I wondered the most about is, you know, have students uh, protected this information through a copyright or a patent or, you know, have they tried to turn this into a startup business to monetize Mm -hmm. it? And for the students, a lot of times, they're still seeing some of this work as their final assignment. And then they, they get a job, they go off, they dive into their career, 
And that was their last project at Myad, but it didn't necessarily have a continuation into the rest of their lives. And that's very much why we started the uh, Lubar Innovation Center, was to help students understand that um, there is a path to, to commoditizing or monetizing some of the work that they're doing, some of the invention that mm -hmm. they're doing. And, um, you know, I'm, I'm hopeful for that moment where, where someone just really skyrockets from a project that they do here. And it gives them, you know, genuine recognition for their creative work. Adam, there's still time. Fingers crossed. You can come back to school. <laughs> I can. Yes. I'll come yeah. back and I'll do it. Um, all right. Let's uh, change the change a little bit. What's uh, what's life like outside of this school? And what do you do around the city? And where do you like to go? And you don't have to give specifics of like the stalkers so, aren't. Yeah, yeah people search, won't hunt yeah. you down. <laughs> um, Adam. <laughs> I've been here for, I just, I'm just wrapping up my seventh year mm -hmm. as president of the college. And uh, one of the best discoveries about Milwaukee, I knew Milwaukee to some degree. I had been working in Wisconsin before. The fact that it's a foodie city, that there's such a great food culture in Milwaukee was... Um, you know, inspiring and challenging, challenging because I want to go to every place that I can <laughs> right. in yeah, every part luck. of the city. Uh, and, and I've sort of made it my mission to do that. And that, that's a real surfacey thing about the city. Uh, but it's something on a day to day, you know, quality of living and just, and just joy of living. I, I once was asked, you know, do you uh, live to eat or eat to live? Some people just eat to live. I live to eat. So a, a city that embraces any of that is yeah, near and to dear to my us. heart. Yeah. <laughs> and then on top of that, it supports a great arts community and sure an arts has. community that has both very well-established pillars of the community that we would recognize, like the museum or the symphony, and then these great studio spaces sprinkled throughout the, the city, these, these hives of creativity that don't have the same level of... Uh, prominence, but really feed part of the city and part of the life of the city. So those are two things that have made uh, living in Milwaukee a joy. And I would also say that uh, I love to work. I love to problem solve. And there's work to be done in Milwaukee and there's problem solving yeah, to be done absolutely. in Milwaukee. So looking at the city in a, in a holistic way, um, there are things to enjoy and work to be done. Absolutely. Well put. Yes. I love it. Drop I, I was already sold at live to eat and eat to live. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, yeah, you had me. I, at, I do, yeah. yeah. I love that so much. But yeah, there is, that is, I feel like that's something we don't talk about enough is, is that um, amazing foodie culture that we, that we have in Milwaukee. Yeah, we take it for I, granted maybe. Yeah, I think we do. I think we're like, oh yeah, there's this new place. We got to check it out. Yeah. And we're not realizing as we go through all these places, like, holy crap, but yeah. we just kind of uncover how amazing Milwaukee is yeah. food-wise. And we're just scratching the surface. And we are. We truly, we're just scratching the surface on that. So, um, future. What's the vision for the future of, this, of the school of Myad? Well, we are going to continue our work to be as outward-facing as possible. I mean, one thing that we say about the college is that the M in Myad matters. The fact that we're in Milwaukee really matters to us. And, you know, it's a really selfish thing on my part. I, small colleges around the country are vulnerable. Mm -hmm. And, you know, we're very much an en enrollment-driven college, and you can see those numbers go up and down 
yeah. mirroring the economy at times and the stresses that families are feeling about, you know, uh, their children going off to college. I want the college to be so important to the city of Milwaukee that we can never envision a time that it's not here. So as we look to the future, as we look to the work that we do, our work is our work is in service of the community. That's very important. About 50% of our students come from out of state. So we look um, for the college to be adding to the creative life of the city because right 80% of our students stay local for their first job after graduation. Awesome. So it's, it's a brain gain. It's a creative brain gain for the city to have Myad here and to have Myad thrive and to have a college that wants to serve. That's great. Love it. What, um, speaking, speaking of that serving part, what kind of uh, community-focused events? Like if, if there's a random person on here like, oh, I want to go to Myad, but I'm not going to enroll as a student because I'm an adult now and I, you know, I have a career or whatever. If they happen to want to come in and like check out some of the, the art is... Like how do they like, get involved? How you do just they, stop and yeah. look. There's just, yeah. you can't, you have it's to. A, this it place just is happens. Yeah. I did that yeah. five times on the way, the 50 yeah. feet from you walk the elevator into a wall, I to think. here. Yeah. I stopped like five times. <laughs> there what are a couple of, of different ways to answer the question. Uh, you know, we do have public-facing components of the college like our galleries. We mm-hmm. have... Um, the Layton Gallery and the Brooke Stevens Gallery in the college. They're open to the public. Uh, summer hours are 10 to 5, Monday through Friday. Right now we have two exhibitions up. One is highlights from our senior exhibition. So the thesis projects you can see um, and, and examine and explore. And then in the other gallery, we are featuring our fine arts students from the third year. Uh, the other thing that's going to happen at some point this summer is that Myad will be opening a gallery at the Avenue, the redevelopment of the Ooh, Grand Avenue project. So nice. Myad will have a footprint there so that we can potentially reach a different audience, have a conversation in a different part of the city. So that's easy. Um, the other thing we talked about earlier, uh, programs like our pre-college program for high school students and now some younger students is another way to... Um, to engage with the college, even though you're not thinking about going off to college. And um, we offer a creativity series where we bring in renowned artists in the fall and the spring. Those are open to the public. They're typically free. Uh, There are plenty of ways to get involved with the college. The easiest way to start the process is Mm myad.edu. We keep our calendars up to date. There are plenty of links there to programs running um, at any given point summer or during the school year i can totally see coming here not only for inspiration but just to see what's next you know right you're seeing how are the young innovators thinking uh in terms of all of the things you mentioned from product design to graphic design i think we're you and i are usually thinking that but it's fun just to reflect and be inspired by what's what's coming next i see what's cool yeah the the projects that come out of the senior uh, exhibition the senior thesis process i'm blown away by on a regular basis and it's not part of my job description that i have to be blown away (laughs) it's very it's very easy after decades of doing this work to think that you might be jaded or you've seen it all or uh, i can predict what i'm going to see and i won't be impressed completely opposite feeling walking through the senior exhibition and to look at what newly minted creatives have come up with 
as their focus. You're going to see a lot of empathy in the work, yeah. a lot of desire to, to solve some sort of societal need, mm-hmm. fill some sort of societal need. Um, it's, uh, it's humbling, it's impressive, it's inspiring, it's energizing, um, and it's free to walk through. So yeah, that's, that's not a bad thing. Part. Come you on love through. love free. I do love free. <laughs> love yourself some free. I love some free. Well, this was awesome, Jeff. Thank you so much for uh, hanging out with us for a little while. And um, I, I've been a friend of the school. I've been in, in here uh, many times. I've been to... Um, uh, several of the senior exhibitions and um, learned a ton today. So it's awesome that, like like everything else, we're still just scratching the surface yep, of we these are. places. Yeah. We are. We're just scratching the surface, which is, it's still wild. Yeah. yeah. Speaking of being blown away, <laughs> we are constantly blown away yeah. by the stuff that by we the city see. And, we, and, these, and the things and these, we thought we knew. Right, you know? right. And the, and the amazing people behind. And the cool people. Yeah, yeah. If you can't see, you obviously yeah, we're pointing can't at see Jeff. me. Yeah, yeah, we're pointing at Jeff. <laughs> <laughs> not, not each other. Not each other. All right. Well, Adam. Steve. You, you know how we end it. And now, Milwaukee's own. Don't turn away.